Peculiar Objects Season 2 is inspired by the teen horror films of the 1980s that our parents definitely should have been more aware that we were watching. It will never include any kind of sexual violence, but may contain references to alcohol, drugs, and addiction, child endangerment, and body horror that some may find upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, everybody, back to Peculiar Objects, the only 80s podcast that had hair big enough to touch the ozone layer and single-handedly used enough Aquanet to tear a hole in it. I am your raised risk of certain liver cancers and sunburnt host, Nigel Collins. With me are three other regrettable hairstyles. Uh, I'm Anthony Moore, and I'm going to physically strangle Casey with my hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's who I am. My only problem with that is it'll it'll prevent this delicious frosty beverage from sliding Fucking, down my he, he, Okay, let's let's really talk about this. He spent like a good a minute and a half just under his breath swearing at me on Tuesday because I interrupted his five seconds of silence and he every single fucking time opens that goddamn can. Tony, who am I to argue with tradition? Dun 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 tradition. <laughs> I invite you to bring your own soda can, and you guys can crack one off together. Like it's, I'm just, yeah. I'm just like the second I get this show back, <laughs> you're gonna say one word, and you're gonna be fired. Oh no, oh, uh, uh no! I've spent fired. the weekend with Cool Dad. Things are never going back to the way they were. Pal. Oh, sorry. No, I, I wait, Steve. Please introduce yourselves. I'm sorry that these two gentlemen are fighting, and I, I do have say, something to Tony, say. Introduce yourselves. Come on. <laughs> no, I did. That's my. That is my introduction. <laughs> Fair enough. For my part, I am your uh, super Saiyan of indeterminate level whose hair single-handedly kept Vidal Sassoon uh, in business during the great ozone scare of the mid-90s, old CW, (laughs) and I am playing DeSoto, who will also passive-aggressively crack a cold bun open in Phony's general direction, (laughs) if given the chance. (laughs) And I am your aerosol particle, keeping your hair nice and tight and straight while destroying your follicles and the ozone at the same time, Steve, playing Jamal. Absolutely, get up here. (laughs) <laughs> destroy these golden locks <laughs> i did want to say um I, I i keep giving you demerits throughout uh this series and like that's not yeah. this isn't whose line this isn't like a thousand points for you know casey for being casey I'm, they add this up. isn't gonna age really poorly this <laughs> adds up and i will have it to where uh um, three demerits uh which you're almost at will equal uh, a story no. penalty towards your character uh-oh! <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good prize! So, it's just a, just a little bit of fate coming your way. Wait a minute, Nigel, <laughs> let's go over some demerit parameters here. Do I get them for fucking with Sony, or do I get them for fucking with you? Yes. I think it's fucking with the show. <laughs> yeah. I'm part of the show, so when you fucking with providing... me, you're fucking with the show. I, no. <laughs> I am providing the Sony Casey free zone oh, yeah. that is the true spirit of this show, and you know that, it. I'm... It's on the TV tropes. And it needs fuel, like Audrey too. I'm feeding it it's corpses, the and the TV corpses are made of our friendship. Because you put it on the TV trips. It didn't just spawn in. What's TV your point, trips. Senator? <laughs> Nigel, what are we here to do? We yeah, are here. Question. I'm not even sure. <laughs> well, you know what? Rest your uh, rest your sad bones, because we're here playing. Ah, oh, my bones. <laughs> 
playing uh, full of phosphorus. Yes, my bones are full of phosphorus. Can no one help me? My bones are full of. I don't want to glow anymore. I can't get any sleep. Oh god! Uh, So I'm going to start earning demerits because of you, Casey. (laughs) Yep, I'm a bad influence. Nigel, these hands are E for everyone. You shall all get demerits (laughs) if needed, but. Before we do that, uh, I'll let you guys know, the audience, this is Peculiar Objects. Uh, this is a Kids on Bikes podcast oh, where we are trying to recreate all your favorite 80 teens uh, horror movies. Movies like The Evil Dead, John Carpenter's The Fog, uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, The mm, Stuff as I, was one I remember from last week. And feel the fly. free. The Fly. Interesting choice. You go on Jeff Goldblum, we go on Scanners. Scanners is I good too. A- same Jeff with Goldblum, Stan, through and through. Uh, I love this stuff, and I think this stuff qualifies as both a horror film and a kid-on-bike adventure. That's fair. I mean, it has a lot of stories in that one thing. It's very Stranger Things vibey in, a, in its weird way. Like, And it's like, how long? It's like an hour and 45 or something like that? But like, it goes it's different places. short. The only thing I know about the stuff is that it's one of those movies on Amazon that I say, oh, that looks weird. Hit watch trailer. I hit watch trailer. There's no trailer. They just show me four minutes of the movie. <laughs> and that is usually, that's usually a sign that this is not really a worthwhile uh, so, investment so Casey, of my very Casey, limited For someone time. who enjoys eating, uh, what is colloquially known as foodstuffs. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, no, it's true. Like, you like, like, Frankenfoods, whatever you want to call it, hamburger helper, like, processed, and we've talked about this, like, this is not me making fun of Circus peanuts. No. Like, like. My insides are made of plastic Coke Casey, Casey has literally (laughs) said that in his mind, like, meat needs to be round and smooth. (laughs) And, like, Yeah, no, and I understand that's wrong. I understand that. I don't want to get shouted at on Twitter. This is, this is not what I'm, this is, what I'm saying is. No, I know you're not. This is a movie. Don't give me any fucking demerits, though. I swear to God. That definitely makes you, like, make someone like you feel uncomfortable. Mm. Oh, yeah. So it's full of bad things happening to knees. Yeah. Amongst them. Anyway. Uh, so these are Anthony, Casey, and Steve. Uh, they're going to be playing teenagers in the year 1980X. They're going to be riding their uh, BMX bikes through an 80s nostalgia-fueled adventure, and they hit an Alaska Native yeah. port town. And again, for my part, I'm Nigel Collins. I'm your guys' host. I'm here to guide these characters throughout their journey into this madness and macabre of Spencer's Folly and uh, apparently accidentally murdering uh, a teen, allegedly, which Whoa. I think we could probably play the tape back Come and on. like uh, show the... the. Yeah, no, we've all been there. We all know this classic way. Come on. Uh, Casey, you want to go ahead and uh, play us back those tapes? Yeah, I'll play the tape back, absolutely. Here, let me just put this here and go ahead and scrumble that in there. Just hoist the mizzen mast and go. Previously on Peculiar Objects. The girl sitting by the front door suddenly collapsed. From down the hallway, you see a black billowy smoke coming out. I grab the axe, I pull the fire alarm, and I yell, I'm coming, Megan or Cassandra. You two, football types, pick up Cassandra. Everybody else, make for the fire exit right now. Go. 
Ah, fuck it. I hate Jamal. Uh, uh, I yell at him, Megan's in the room right now. Use your fucking axe to knock the door open. For Megan. This, I run in. The second, the second it opens, I run in. You see four cop cars come, like, peeling out into the parking lot. And you hear fire trucks in the background. I definitely do not want to meet anyone in any of those vehicles, especially Fire Marshal Dave. That guy fucking sucks. I chuck, chuck the bathroom pass through the window. You just hear this guttural breathing out, and you notice that Pirate Timmy is staggering towards you, looking like um, a sideways mouth. Like, his ribs look like jagged teeth, um, he's missing his bottom jaw, and his head's kind of flopping back. As you get to the door, though, uh, Jamal is walking up with a fire axe, screaming for Megan. KR, you feel the hand grab your shoulder, and you feel Pirate Timmy's hand, which feels awfully familiar, similar to something that has given you nightmares for the last two years. KR, I need you to roll me a 9 for flight because Pirate Timmy's corpse is upon you. Chapter 5. Into the Fire. 1710. Fall. The Outskirts of Spencer's Folly. The orphans and Belladora rode towards town, avoiding the deer carcasses, as the pale sun began its rapid descent. The wagons creaked and moaned across scattered dead mooseport wood leaves that crawled across the jumble gut lane. The oxen, half-starved, wheezed out thick, sticky clouds into the brisk, bitter air. A mixture of seawater and damp woods lingered across the dying light of the evening. The sun began slithering silently behind the mountain. Its final light beams pulled across the uncharted area, dragging across the rickety docks, over the whale oil lanterns of town center, past the unknown depths of the lake, and ultimately beyond the vast treetops of the menacing forest. The orphans huddled closer as night swiftly surrounded them. Belladora gripped the leather straps through blistered palms as the oxen began to shudder and wail. About fifty meters away, two orange flames cast the only light between the wagon and the town. Belladora had to hush the children, explaining to them how the cries would draw attention from unwanted predators like wolves bears, or even windigos. She couldn't hear over the rocky path and the panting of the frightened animals, but she could see hundreds of dark yellow eyes and feel thousands more on the children. The closer they rode towards the two flames, the more that they looked like ungodly wicked eyes staring at them near the dead of night. They barely noticed the walls that the torches were fashioned atop. The wooden structure stacked five meters high with thousands of sharpened wooden and metallic sticks piled up and covered with symbols Belladora did not recognize. The children were whispering about who could have created such a barrier, 
When a dozen men met them at the threshold, crossbows drawn with blue-green-tipped bolts. Before they could let out a gasp, a tall man stepped towards them and bellowed out, Everyone inside the barrier post-haste! The wagons jerked back violently, screeching and groaning away from the torches. The men started firing into the night as everyone grabbed what they could and escaped from the soon-to-be death trap. They ran past the men yelling and firing their bolts. One of the smaller orphans had fallen over, but Belladora was able to scoop her up and get her past the barrier. The girl cried out for her Letitia Pendall. Belladora turned around in time to see the gates being closed and the last two terrified oxen being dragged into the icy, inky dusk of their dooms. The orphans sat weeping over the loss of their friend's demise, as a few of the men cast strange red lights over them as if to inspect them. Belladora caught her breath, then she saw cast in the eerie red lights and shadows three stoic women in long black robes. State your business you have with our community and why you draw the Wittigo to our dam. Belladora steadied herself. I mean you nor your people any harm, but I wish only to speak to my brother. The three women swirled around each other, hissing in tongues unfamiliar to Belladora. Speak his name and we will bring him presently. Belladora stepped forward, posture straight, chin up, and said, I wish to speak to Jonathan Spencer. We bring you back to 1980X. Uh, you three have been put into handcuffs and are being head out or let out uh, to the front of the school. Um, I need you guys to all roll me a grit of seven. All right. Actually, no, that's not fair. Uh, to 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 what purpose this grit? Um, you guys are uh, handcuffed and you're walking out in front of all your classmates. Oh, to, like, keep our cool and similar? Mm-hmm. Sorry, and okay. I, I take that back. Well, cuffing. Um, I'm going to say uh, a no. grid of uh, four. Just, that's a little fair. Four, okay. All right. No worries. Um, and while they're, while they're cuffing DeSoto, he just looks over, because it's Marshal Redwood and, and the Fire Marshal, right? Yeah. Fucking Fire Marshal Dave. Fire Marshal Dave. That fucking asshole. Who's actually, Fire Marshal Dave has you cuffed. He's taking you out personally. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn, I swear to... Okay. Well, while he's cuffing me... I just look back and DeSoto and and say, uh, "I'm a I'm a I'm a size four, actually." So if you just wanna, okay. All right. Oh, that, that's how we're gonna. That, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, that's how we're gonna be doing it now today, DeSoto. We're gonna be chipping off with them uh, with them jokes, huh? I swear to God, I am gonna bury you in a hot dish. Uh, he tightens your uh, your uh, handcuffs a bit. I, I said I was a size four. All right. I rolled an eight. And I'm going to explode my dice. Then okay. I have to roll it. Nice. Uh, eight. Two. Okay, so you got a ten. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Plus six. I oh. rolled a five. So you rolled a five. I'm rebellious. Mm-hmm. I'm rebellious, which means I get uh, a plus two whenever an authority figure or older person is trying to convince me to do something. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. I'll okay. Then in that case, I make as well. I I also get a four. Okay. Sweet. It's legitimately, it's plus three to rolls when resisting persuasion 
from adults. Yeah, he's trying to persuade me to, to be a good contrite little arrestee, and I'm saying, fuck that, Fire Marshal Dave. Fuck you and the hat you wrote in. I like that. It's a plus three. Thank you. I rolled a five. Okay, sweet. So uh, you guys get taken out, um, and you guys look badass. Like, the schools... <laughs> yeah, like, we do. Like, they're, like, in shock. Like, um, Jamal, you got your chin up. You, you're just looking like don't fuck with me, and everyone is just fucking enamored by you guys to where they go, holy shit, we heard that they cut this guy's head off in there, and they're just walking out like nobody's business. <laughs> Someone else is saying, I heard that yes. they fucking tried to burn the whole place down. Like, everyone is like, yes! whoa! And then, like, you guys get thrown into the uh, the school van that you guys have there. Wait, can I see Megan? Is Megan yeah. in the crowd? I, I, I give her a wink and a smile. Um, she, she looks like she's been crying for most of the day and she kind of holds her breath and then Cassandra pulls her away and like has it to where she, you stop, uh, looking at her before, before Cassandra pulls her uh, away. I see that he's looking right at her and I look at her and I put, I bring my cuff hands up and I'm like, this guy, it's this guy, right? it's this guy. <laughs> just, just trying to fire Marshal Dave shakes your arm, like knock it off, hey. buddy. Hey. All right. Um, so you guys get uh, put into uh, the wagon, and you got three other people in there with you. Ooh, oh. new seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is here? Any, anyone from school? Yeah, it's three people from school. So uh, let's see. I Who wants to roll me a brains to see if they can figure it out? I got it. Uh, okay. That's my, that's my big one. Okay, cool. So uh, um, I need well, and mine because I gotta, I gotta keep okay. tabs on my customer base. But I've already been cool today, Thony. So you okay, go ahead. roll me. Uh, all you guys, roll me an eight if you can. Yeah, um, brains. Nope. A two. That's a nine. Okay. That is fifteen. Perfect. So um, Jamal, like because you were showboating a bit, like. Like, you got put in last. Like, you're, like, out there, like, flexing and stuff. And, like, oh, you yeah. see the hockey team being like, bro, like, that guy's wild. He's so badass. And, like, uh, <laughs> Soto and KR, you get put in, um, and you immediately recognize Ken sitting in there. Um, and actually, uh, Uh-oh. there's, uh, there's a, uh, siblings are in there. Uh, you think you know them as, like, Susan and, uh, Santos. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay. Ken uh, shouts out, Jamal! Jamal, what's up? You lunatic? <laughs> you freaking lunatic, bro? I, this guy right here. This guy. Let me tell you. He is. I know why I'm here. Where are you here, Ken? Oh, I did something hilarious. And then, like, uh, <laughs> Marshall Redwood bangs the top of the van. And he goes, everybody shut up! Can't tell me what to do. He, um, he shoves you guys further down. Like, it's like their benches pretty much in a way. He just shoves you guys kind of further down and then shuts the van. Hmm. Are we under arrest? You guys, um, yeah, like, I didn't they didn't hear my Miranda rights at any point, so no. <laughs> you got, what year was Arizona v. Miranda? The 60s? Oh, okay. Then, yeah, he should definitely have done that. But DeSoto, 
was very careful to note that they were not Mirandized and is holding on to that little cherry bomb just in case. Uh, Marshal Redwood and uh, Fire Marshal uh, Dave get up in the front seat and they start the car. Well, it also depends, Casey, on if we're actually in the jurisdiction of the United States or not. That's an excellent <laughs> point, Thony. It's fucking Schrodinger's Miranda. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea if, if Canada has something similar to Miranda rights, but it's a specifically United States thing because of course because yeah, we Arizona have that, we have specifically the the amendment in the Constitution that prevents right. self incrimination, unreasonable search and seizure, and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what all of you need to understand about this is that this event. What just happened to all of us getting getting pipe walked and put into this here van and getting taken down to the station in front of all our peers? This is going to artificially inflate our popularity level. Our stock is rising, you might mm. say. So you're probably going to want to enjoy this before some regulations are put in place. This is a GameStop joke. Mm. Well done. <laughs> uh, Canada does not actually have any law <laughs> stipulating that that Miranda so, rights need mm. to be said. Uh oh! It's usually policy differs from police department to police department. Sorry, just uh, information about. No, this. I mean that's good to know for a lot of reasons. <laughs> also germane to this show. Well, like I, I listen to a lot of Canadian podcasts, uh, like Dungeon Punks and Adventure uh, They're very good, and I recommend them wholeheartedly. But one of the things I've learned is that like Canadians will be the first to tell you like they've got some shit figured out, like re-socialized medicine and similar, but they have got. Horrible, horrible problems of their own, including active violence and disenfranchisement against native populations. Oh yeah, similar. So yeah, Canada's got real problems, y'all. Yeah, no, I, I was looking up that. What was the podcast I started listening to? I, it was probably oh, the one no. you just said, and I somehow blanked out. I'm sorry. I think it was Dungeon Punks. I the one you, um, I, I was watching is uh, or listening the to the one we stole our intro format. How from. dare yeah. you? Allegedly. Uh, the one I'm listening to now is the historical natives. Like that's a really intriguing one too. So I'll look into it. Are we not gonna talk about what the fuck just happened? Uh, yeah, it's a point. Okay, so I look at I look at I look at Ken, Susan, and Sontag, and I say, "You guys know what the hell happened with Pirate Timmy?" Uh, Ken looks uh, kind of like sh- a little concerned and shocked. And just says, um, oh, I don't know. I peed in the microwave in the teacher's room. Like, like I, I he's like, I heard you guys killed him. <laughs> and like Susan and Sontag are staring at you guys, just staring daggers at you. That's the killing is subjective. Okay. I was going to say, I have to imagine when they say that, like Jamal and I look at each other and there's just a moment. And like that hesitation is really enough to answer the question. I think, <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I, w- I would not say that we, that we killed him. Uh, I came upon the scene already in progress. KR, do you uh, want to enlighten us for such an inquisitive and chatty character? You've been uh, unusually silent during these proceedings. Um, as you say that, the car, the van starts. Um, and actually, you could see somebody getting uh, pulled out in a stretcher. Like, going towards an ambulance. Uh, and as you guys drive by, um, you see it's Ashley. Just like, totally covered in soot a bit like bloodied but like she has her thumb up like talking to the 
paramedics that she's nice. okay. So I look at DeSoto and I say, he would still have his head if you did not try to intervene. Allegedly. We don't know what would have happened. I dare say you did not expect the events that happened before I arrived to happen as they did, and therefore that your projection of what may or may not have happened next is not of particular use to us. You're welcome, by the way, for saving your girlfriend. A loud banging is heard, and you guys look up, and Fire Marshal uh, Dave is just like, Oh, hey, yeah, no talking, like we said, huh? How about you not, like, how about you not incriminate yourself back there, huh? How about you uh, just, uh, uh, shut up? And, like, he, like... <laughs> okay, so so I really actually need to know, yeah. because the distinction is actually important in this situation. We have to it now is. definitively decide, is Spencer's Folly in Canada or is it in the United States? No, we do not. We just need to know whether specifically Fire Marshal Dave is from Canada or from the American Midwest. That's all I we need. Go. We need to know because there. This is this is something that we're going to have to discuss. You don't need to know yet. This is something you, I, I will yet. give you the easy answer. This is something you could easily ask as your characters if you'd like. Because I mean, you're a smart cat, and like these are fair questions to ask in a game. <laughs> He'd already know the answer. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, like, this is me as a player wondering what my character should or should not be doing right now. That's okay. Uh, All right. Like, like, if, regardless, like, like. Well. What are you going to say? Casey? Then why don't we, why don't we use player knowledge and just say, okay, then we act appropriately in circumstances of detention as appropriate to our time and place. Because our characters would know even if we don't. Sure. Okay. So DeSoto finally shuts up, just so he can mutter, fucking fire Marshal Dave, I'm gonna shove a pound of poutine down your throat until you poop curds. Ken gets really excited. He's like, oh, bro, have you had that new protein from French's? Like, it's seriously delicious, bro. Like, like, I, I can't get enough of it. Like, I'm fucking, I'm like really obsessed, man. So look, here's the thing. Like personally, I'm not a big fan of the chicken on the poutine. I think the I don't I don't think it needs a protein. It's I a think protein, a protein. Cheese, it works yeah. out perfectly on its own. What see, here's the thing. As a businessman, yeah. it's fucking genius, and I am furious that I did not come up with it first. I, I'm looking at both of you guys incredulously. Incredulously, mm-hmm. what's up? You know that's not real chicken, right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's that's unsubstantiated and would be devastating to the local economy, which I am personally invested in. So I don't think that's a rumor. Uh, we need to. Susan pipes up. She's like, actually, he's right. Fuck. Two people said it. It must be true. Fuck you, Susan. Hey. Whoa. Nobody asked you, Susan. Right. Whoa. Okay, I'm not asking you, heartbreak kid. What I'm saying is it's technically not chicken because they hey, call them hey, chicken hey. nuggies because they don't have enough chicken meat in them to be hey. considered chicken, smart guy. Hey, fuck you. Whoa. Hey. Hey, I had the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just you keep incriminating have... yourself back there. <laughs> Shut the fire, Marshal Dave. God, that fucking Shut the guy! Fuck up. He didn't have the ass. God damn it! No, it was. He had like a no. It went. Arm. It went. No, no. You had like it went. Oh, yeah. out the door. Okay. And I, yeah. yeah. And I, 
I used it to. You used the tripod yeah. to knock him over. We're minors. None of this is legally binding anyway. We don't have representation or our parents present. You got nothing. Feel free in this moment, guys, to use uh, <laughs> 80s tropes like whispering and like having it to where the adults aren't <laughs> aware. Like, we can play with that. Feel free. Like, okay, you guys cool. got great questions All you right, want to answer. I w- I would... Just please ask them. I <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I w- okay, I would like to formally retract my outburst directed at at Fire Marshal Dave. All right, so after after Sontag talks some mad shit, all right, I I bring it down to a whisper, mm. and I say, "Okay, you guys, seriously, uh, so do you three know anything about what happened to Pirate Timmy? Like, do you know, was he acting weird? Did any of you see him before class? I mean, or, or you two guys? I mean, I don't know. I just got there when you were already in the middle of it. What happened?" He was acting, he was like in the broom closet. I, I, I tell him everything that I saw. Do you tell him that he gave you something too? Yes, that he gave me a key, but I don't know if I have you that key because it. I got attacked when I showed it to him. Jesus Christ, Steve. Do I still have the key? Can you, can he roll a brains <clears throat> to have remembered to pick it up? You know what? That's fair. I will give you that. I, I am open to that. So, um. In flashback? Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, as you say that, you think about the item and we'll do a quick, uh, <laughs> Uh, quick uh, callback scene to that. It's a lot of uh, the marshal, sc- like, he's really stern. Uh, there's a lot of screaming from Fire Marshal Dave. Um, there's a lot of confusion God. going on. So in that midst, uh, Jamal, like, for a brain, like, uh, you're kind of, yeah, I'll say, like, you're a bit disorderly and like, thrown off, and then maybe that's something you can think about, is that you put together... Oh man, we're three kids that like. There's a fourth kid that's decapitated in here, and I just dropped something that this kid gave me. So like, with those brains, um, I need you to roll me a five. All right, I have one of my skills, cool under pressure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nice. That allows me to use one of my crunchy tokens to take uh, half my die roll, half my die value. Okay. And what's your what's your brain die? Ten. So that's a five. Brain die's your ten. Okay, so that gets you five. And what are you what are you trying to hit? Five. Five. Yeah, you nailed it, bud. Oh, you trying to hit five? Oh, okay, cool. So okay. yeah, that so um, one of my crunchy points. Uh, in the midst of it, like Desoto freaked out when you saw Fire Marshal yep. Dave, and you like you kicked over. Who wouldn't? Um, like you kicked over a uh, a chair that was close to you, and it slid over to um the body that the wall was at and like its arms come swinging out and it looks like it's reaching out at you guys. And it's revealed Ugh. to be, um, Ray, the photographer. Oh shit. Yeah. Just, no. a, just a skeletal face, like crunchy version of him. <laughs> oh, that's legit upsetting. I gave that guy 20 bucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in the midst of that though, like you're able to like swoop down and, um, pop it into your sock like really quick. And like, you're wearing sweatpants today. I think okay. it was like, you weren't feeling so well. So it's very loose around your, the ankle like that. So yeah, we're back in the van. You got the key in your pot and your sock. Cool. Uh, so yeah, I, I tell them everything I saw mm-hmm. and, uh, I told them about the key and like, uh, I was very smartly, uh, picking it up, and now it's in my sock, which I can't reach because, you know, handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Susan and Sontag kind of look a little tense, and they keep looking back and forth at each other. 
Mind your fucking business. God. Oh. What are the last names? Do we know the last names? They don't have last names quite yet. Okay. Or I don't remember Mind them. Mind your business. Eyes forward. And I give him like a, like a stink eye. Uh, Sontag gives you, uh, like, looks at you and mouths, fuck you. Ooh. Susan looks over at KR, kind of inquisitively. Okay. KR's not saying anything. Mm-hmm. KR isn't even going to whisper. KR, like, 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 recognizes that information is power, mm-hmm. uh, especially as an investigator, uh, and does not want to. Like he he's he's kind of interested in the fact that, like him, Jamal got an item. Mm-hmm. He's not going to share his item, and he's not really talking. Okay. So, do you mm-hmm. want Susan to ask him a question? Is Susan just looking at him? Like... She's just um, she's eyeing you up and down, trying to like figure you out, kind of. But like, she's not saying anything either. And like, Sontag, she knows, she knows me. Like, they both they all know who we are, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I I kind of I kind of shrug at her, mm-hmm. and that's all I do. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think we we probably bring our our items out. In front of of other people, yeah. certainly. Uh, uh, you know, these these unknown qualities. I'm sorry, Susan and Sontag just have fucking narc written all that's over fair. them. That's fair. So, no. Um, I I imagine we'll be questioned together and separately. So hopefully we'll have a moment to commiserate at some fair point. Fair enough. Uh, Ken kind of looks up solemnly and goes, "I have a confession." Oh fuck! What is it, my son? <sighs> I didn't really want to like say it or anything out loud, but like. I did see something. Tell me what you saw, Ken. I, I I like to stay under my breath. This is probably a mistake. He looks uh he looks over at Susan and then he he looks over at KR and back over to you DeSoto and he goes I saw Jamal crying in third period. Ah! <laughs> like, ah! And he like looks it's at you cool. you you lunatic, you psycho lunatic crying. <laughs> and then uh the yeah. fire marshal bangs on the... Who, who has those? <laughs> who struggles with those every day? And, and desperately needs to let them out. I look at Ken. Very straightforward. Uh-huh. Dead panned. If you don't shut up, Ken, I will fuck your mom. Jesus, bro. <laughs> like, that's not cool. Like, all right, I'm kidding, <laughs> man. I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> Thank you. Don't fuck my mom. And, and as he says that, you guys pull yeah. up. <laughs> well, that's going to be the goddamn chapter title. Though. Um, as you guys pull up, <laughs> um, you arrive um, outside the library that's uh, connected to the elementary school. Um, and you get brought out uh, and told to lean on hmm. the van. Um just as you're doing that, you're seeing a group of uh, kids your age that you don't really recognize pass by. And, like, they just seem really, like, that they wouldn't all hang out together. And they're all laughing and um, partnering mm. up and, like, heading out. Talking about, like, how they wrote a great essay. And that, like, they all feel really good together about what I they had it. to say. I knew it. I knew it. I called it for 40 <laughs> yards, you son of a bitch. <laughs> As, uh, as, uh, yeah, one of them throws his fist in the air for some reason as he's leaving and, uh, holds it for like 40 seconds. So Marshall Redwood comes up and he goes, 
So you guys are here because you either fucked up or you've been in a fucked up situation or you saw something. We need you to stay away from that area because it's unsafe, but you have information. So you will stay in this library until we could sort this out. Nobody leaves here. Do you understand me? So we're not being detained. Am I under arrest? Am I under arrest? Um, he on um, he takes off. There's some, there's some real like post yeah. <laughs> post uh, post 2020 energy That's fine. <laughs> with the interaction with this cop here. <laughs> um, he takes off the handcuffs for you guys, and he goes. He's like, no, it was an extreme situation. I just need to make sure that like. I wasn't dealing with killers right now, but you guys will be sitting a bit afar from each other, like if that makes any sense to you. So, everyone in the library now, we're all trying to get a hold of your parents. Oh, fuck. Mm. Uh, my parents are out of the country. My apologies. I'm strongly considering just walking away if I'm not under arrest. Mm. Same, actually. But that would not be good mm. storytelling. Here's the thing, Casey. You know what? Even if you're not under arrest, it, are we still at the school then? We've just been taken to a different side of the school. We're at the elementary school. Yeah. So we're at a school, though. Like, mm-hmm. like ultimately, even though you have certain rights, um, when you are in, like, private property, like, of a school... Some of those rights are not necessarily things that you have. Like, you can be held for detention. You can be held for detention. Uh, you right. can't leave detention well, yeah, and if, without risking. Like, you could get suspended. You could get expelled. You could, you know, right. be sent to other things. Even though you're not under arrest, it's it's still a situation where you can't. You may not necessarily be free to And if we just walked away, we would legally be true it, which he could certainly act on. Yeah. Which, actually, you you look over at uh, the marshal, and he's, like, nodding his head, grinning. You know what? So here's the thing. Fuck fire marshal (laughs) forever. But the marshal is actually pretty okay for a square. Mm. Like, there's, like, a, you know, um, like a respectful enemies thing going Mm. on. Um, so I, I catch him catching me and there's just a moment of, all right. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a little malicious, but also like, like you kind of see him start to stretch his legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy there. Long shanks. Guys, I don't know about you guys, but I have a shit ton of blood on me from who knows wherever the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't going to go well for me. I don't know if you guys noticed that I'm a certain skin tone. Uh, Susan and... and Sontag look over at you confused. God damn it, <laughs> Susan. Stop being a Susan right now. Um, she's like, alright, like, psycho. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, but go on with your weird babble. Stop listening to my babble. <laughs> Uh, yeah, similarly, DeSoto, DeSoto is of mixed race. Um, I tried to make that clear during the character mm-hmm. creation. I don't think I got it quite quite as clear as I could. But, uh, yeah, he is definitely not just a plain white dude. So that, yeah, that's a point. So, uh, I actually, KR and uh, DeSoto, I need you guys to roll me a brains of uh, three. Yeah. I thought you were going to ask me to roll, like, a whiteness check. <laughs> this is in South Park. I rolled a 20. <laughs> Amazing! Uh, I rolled a six. Okay. I'm not going to explode my dice because I got a plus seventeen. So, which is 
way KR, higher than I need it to be. KR, you look over You're no at fun. Jamal when he says he's covered in blood, and you realize um, not only is he not covered in blood, but it's just a lot of soot and like grime. And that's same with you, and that's same with DeSoto. I look, I look at Jamal, and I'm like, "Are you really that dumb? What are you talking about? That there's blood everywhere. We fucking attacked this thing, and it sputtered, and there's blood all over the classroom. What are you talking about, Kr? I uh, I reach into my coat and I pull out a, a handkerchief, like a clean white handkerchief, and I hand it to Jamal, and I just make like a little facey wipey motion. I wipe my face and I, oh, and then I actually look at my clothes. What the fuck just happened in the library now? Did, okay, so, 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 Nigel, did Jamal legitimately think that he was covered in blood, hmm? or is that Steve just not paying attention to what's? Going I did. To? No, no, no. Like in the moment, yeah, for sure. But like now, you guys aren't covered in blood. You're just covered like, in I mean, weird like, grime so, and now we know dirt. I like. I don't remember being sprayed with blood. Mm. Was I sprayed well, with like, blood? Because a dude exploded. Yeah, something. And then, yeah, I just assumed well, that there dude, was blood a everywhere. A dude exploded when we were none. No one of us were near where the explosion happened. Well, yeah, but then he was like, he, yeah, he attacked us. Big... Mm. Well, he grabbed your yeah, guys' wrists. Well, the point, the point stands. <laughs> Our characters yeah. were most certainly in shock. Yeah, right. Like yeah. probably medically. Right. So cool. All right. Uh, so, all right. so I guess well, my I guess question, we're out of reasons. Was this isn't like a hallucination that Jamal was having. Like I didn't miss like a plot thread. No. Uh, this is just like kids are in shock. They they think that something worse has happened to them. There is so definitely so. like blood and chunks around there, but it was more of um, an explosion than you guys yeah. had realized. So like all the things that were splatter. happening okay. and given what you were doing didn't uh, count. Like the only thing that you have is like a little bit of... I actually care because you rolled so well. You notice you have a little bit of blood on your wrist, as does Jamal. Okay. And that's just from I, the grip. All right. So I, I, as he's wiping it, I grab his wrist and I show him. I'm like, that's the entirety of the blood on you. And that's because he grabbed us. Huh. You guys head into the library. Um, uh, to where, and it's, it's a pretty vast... Like, it's pretty big for a library. You guys know that, like, this is also works for the city library. And so, uh, right. as you're walking in, you're noticing that, uh, Fire Marshal, uh, Dave is explaining to the librarian Fucking what's going on. And she starts going dick. around, uh, kind of like locking up certain doors, but not all, not the fire emergency exits, but just the ones that, like, people can come in and come out of. I, I jostle, I, I elbow KR a little bit. I'm like, hey, they're, they're locking up the knowledge, they're, they're, but like the library, that's where the knowledge is supposed to be. Seth, it's it's an it's an it's an ironicalism. I'm 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 I walk away from DeSoto. I love the guy, but I'm just so fed up with this entire situation right now. So, uh, what, uh, fair. what skill was? Wait, before you yeah. walk, he walks away. What skill would sleight of hand be? Ooh. I Ooh. like this. Um, well, I mean, I don't kind of. We we did we did brains <laughs> technically for what you did for the key. I would say I would say brains. Yeah, that's just so. Me. Uh, what, okay. what you're trying to attempt, Jamal? 
I want to try to slip uh, KR the key. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Um, go ahead and then roll me... Because you guys are next to each other and he was looking at your wrist, so you're in close contact. Uh, go ahead, roll me a four. Seven. Okay, dope. So, um, nice. yeah, you're, you're able to, uh, like, bend down to, like, look like you're scratching your leg. And then you kind of come up and um, you pop it into uh, his pocket. But, like, it's, it's a little hard because... Um, He's got uh, a parchment paper around that area, so. Does he hear <laughs> Fucking stuff in your pocket, dude. Right? Come on. Does he hear it happen? Um, You know what? Sure. Uh, KR, I need you to roll me a brains of 10. I rolled an 11. Dope. Yeah. You nice. totally, you noticed, and uh, he's putting something in your pocket. I say, uh, usually you got to take me out to a date first before you do something like that. <laughs> oh, dang. Can I can I roll brains to notice this is happening? Yeah. Hooray. What am I trying to hit? Okay, DeSoto, uh, you need to roll me a eight, just because you're a little further away. All right. Raru. All right, uh, that's a four, but this is something I, I really think it's important that DeSoto knows is happening, so uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take some points okay. on that. Or, I'm, I'm gonna feed feed you points on that. Nigel, if you'll just open ah, your face, I'll put nom, the points on there. Nom. And you, there I you am go. a hungry um, hippo. So, I don't actually I don't actually make that a crude joke like that to him. Uh-huh. What I says what I say is I say, I'll hold this for you. We need to have a conversation about that. I just do the... Sh- the shish gesture as I walk away. I lean in uh, to whichever one is closer to who, who who's closer to me still. Is it still KR? Um, no, it's Ken. <laughs> it's Ken. Well, no, which which of <laughs> fucking Ken? No, which of of Jamal and and KR? Which oh, you're of those closer two to, to uh, Jamal. Okay, Jamal. I um I do like a little foot tap or whatever, and just like try to catch his eye, and um. And and mouth, I need to talk to you guys too. And I sort of jangle my coat where uh, where my my Rubik's cube is. Um, okay, so uh, as you guys are talking, uh, Marshall Redwood goes. It's like, all right, you chatting Cathy's. We're gonna have to divide you up. So he's like sexist. He's like um, Ken. You sit with uh, DeSoto. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> Uh, Jamal, you're sitting with Santos and KR. That leaves you with Susan. (laughs) So you guys get... tag. Yeah, that's what I said. Smart ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. Just a... Tostitos. Okay, so you guys, um... you're, You're sat at your desks, which are pretty much like eight feet away from each other. Before we sit down, I ask... Are we allowed to read at least while we're here? I don't care what you do, as long as it's not as destructive as what might have happened at the high school. So you could read whatever the hell you want, but you're not leaving this room until we get a hold of your guys' parents. I don't want to leave the room. I just want to fucking read. I don't want to hear your answer. I don't want you to get a hold of my parents. So he's like, just uh, keep your hands to yourself. And then like he uh, he exits out. 
and um, the librarian and fire marshal Dave kind of get to chatting off in the distance. Are there any? Let me tell library. Mm-hmm. But I want to try to find any kind of apparition books. Books about apparitions. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure I think that, that would be in the secrets and similar. That would be in the secret section of the yeah, library, potentially. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said we can read whatever we want. Mm-hmm. So. So uh, okay. Um, so uh, Jamal, go ahead. Roll me a brains of eight. Four. You find a pop-up book about ghosts. So. Um, <laughs> You go to, like, just kind of start roaming and trying to find it. Did you get your crunchy token, Steve? Yeah. You, yeah, you're getting points for that. Well remembered. Uh, and and Sontag's just following you. And just staring at you. <laughs> Bloody system. Uh, KR, right. So DeSoto, oh, um, uh, Ken's just kind of, like, nudging you. Just kind of mm. like, hey. 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 You hear I peed? Feed in the microwave. <laughs> you know, I did. I I heard. I heard that you peed in in the. That's microwave. pretty cool. It's nineteen eighty something. You know, those are very expensive, right? Like those aren't just like off the shelf consumer electronics. <laughs> well, I mean, like it doesn't really matter. I mean, with the new like like shop coming in at the mall, I heard there's going to be all sorts of electronics coming right. in. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and it was funny. You're right. You know what? I bet they were looking for an excuse to get a new one anyway and check that place out. You probably did them a I, favor. You got to get a commendation. I probably should. I bet it was. Oh, I should I totally I talk to, to the principal about that. She'd be pretty cool about that. Yeah, you really <laughs> should. Yeah, notoriously cool. There's a, there's a principal. So you're full of really good ideas. Well, you know, I see possibilities. Yeah. Um, okay. I give him my card. He, he t- it just says a He takes it, crumbles it up, puts it in his pocket. Oh, yeah, well, I, okay. So I remember it later, you know? Like, if it's too smooth, I'll forget. Oh, yeah. And then I'll, like, wash my pants. <laughs> and then, like, then that's gone. But if it's uncomfortable, like, in my pocket, like, then I'll be like, why is this so uncomfortable? And I'll pull it out. I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's the thing that DeSoto gave me. And then I'll remember. Like, it's it's just how I do all the things I feel important need to be remembered. Okay. I, the, this you is, know what, Ken? Fair this enough. This is a side note. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I've mentioned this before, like, this is completely off topic, but Casey, I I was in my, like, like three moves from when I moved from my parents' house, I moved to LA, I moved to Lancaster, I moved back into my parents' house. At one point, I'm Uh I'm cleaning my floor, and a business card of yours (laughs) from when you were a door-to-door grave salesman was just on my floor. It like oh, like yeah. I had moved I had moved my house like five or six different times. <laughs> my room had been cleared out, the floor had been cleared out. Uh-huh. There is no conceivable way I should have had one of your yet, business cards. But I had one. it followed you like the feather okay. from forest gun. We have to talk about that next pre show. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I guess we do. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay, that that was just a sign. It just, like, that scene reminded me of that, and I mm. didn't want to forget. Yep. Well, you know what, uh, Ken? Yeah. It's, it, like, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm a, I'm a smartass who's inclined to make a joke, but, like, it occurs to me that the things that are uncomfortable are the things we remember the most. That, uh, that's actually a really interesting 
it really interesting procedure. I, th- I think I might be able to do something with that to market that idea. Like I, you know, I put something together that like it's uncomfortable to wear or like it sticks like in your leg or whatever. Uh, and that it's Ken a starts loudly like, you can, snoring you can... as you're talking. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you you rest up. You rest that big thinker. I'm gonna I'm gonna workshop this <laughs> a little bit, and I um I pull out my notebook. I pull out my notebook to like the ideas uh-huh. section and just start sketching out like a like a just like uncomfortable uh-huh. poke. You know, just like just all the words I can Ken, think of that related to discomfort. Ken leans in and goes, "Hey, I was just joking. I wasn't really sleeping." Ah, you motherfucker! You're awake. And then it goes. It goes over to uh, KR. You rascal. <laughs> KR, what would you like to do? Uh, Bye. Is Susan still staring at me? Yeah, like, she's just kind of like, she's looking around and she sees that Jamal and her brother walk away. And then just kind of looks back over at you. I... Like, are we are we eight feet away or are we right next to each other? You guys are pretty close. Like, and besides, like, the Marshall Redwood's not there and, like, the uh-huh. Fire Marshal Dave's too busy talking with the librarian to really notice. Being the fucking worst. <laughs> so I, I say you look like you have something you need to say to me. Um, yeah, it looks like you have something to say to me, too. So, like, how sure. are we going to sort this out to show that we can establish trust with one another? I don't really care for your friend who's talking shit about me and my brother. You talking about DeSoto? I'm talking about Jamal. Jamal's not my friend. We haven't been friends for a very long time. She, uh, she kind of nods her head. Goes, okay. Okay. Um, um, so, like... In your panic, if you will, it sounded like... Well, not yours, them. It sounded like you guys had kind of talked to Timmy. Yeah, Timmy's my neighbor. I saw him. It wasn't look really good before I came to school. Uh, I bumped into him right before picture day happened. Um, I don't really share that he gave me something. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I said I tried to give him help. I tried to get him to see help seek help and then that happened uh she kind of she like nods and um you can kind of see her um kind of clenching clenching her jaw it looks like Mm -hmm. um she's almost fighting back kind of a tear in a way did you have a connection to timmy um yeah um he saw me today before picture day and like I'm really scared for him, and um, it's and she kind of like looks around and just kind of is like um, he kept things really close to the chest and uh, didn't really trust a lot of people. So um, I'm just kind of curious if he was someone that would trust you. I I look at her. Can I roll a brains? Yeah, bud. Investigation. I love like... it. Yeah, man, this is your specialty. I, yeah, I'm. I'm like. I feel like like Kr has has like like investigated enough to kind of be able to tell or read body language. Mm-hmm. Um, do I get the sense that he possibly gave her something like he gave me something? Yeah, potentially. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna roll for that. Cool. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna yeah. I need you to roll me a seven. 
I rolled exactly a seven. Perfect. Um, like from her bag, she kind of lifts up uh, the. She kind of opens it up and shows you. I before she even shows me, I like hold out my hand and mm-hmm. kind of gesture her to her to put it back in her backpack. Okay, like she closes it really. Are quick. they in eyesight? Uh, I was gonna say, yeah. Is this visible to us? I well, I mean, at this point, like, um, that's a fair point, Desoto. Do you want to like roll for? Uh, I guess we're gonna go with observation. observation. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, so probably brains, brains again. again. Um, can I have an advantage because I, as in, in like keeping up my drug dealer image, I am always wearing sunglasses. And if anybody gives me shit, I say their prescription. So that would make it easier to watch what's going on sure. while appearing to actually like write in my I'll book. I'll throw it to you. Like maybe it's your, uh, your thinking glasses. So when you're coming up with concepts and, uh, new business, you'll pop on your, your shades yeah. so that you can be focused. But like, also, Absolutely. that has it to where um, people can't see where you're seeing. So it's that. Exactly. And then that you notice Jamal was acting up. Like, you're noticing things aren't on the level. Like, we're not really discussing what's going on. So you're a little bit more aware. So with that, DeSoto. Right. So what am I trying I'll to give you, uh, I'll give you a four. Just because, like, you're yep. a pretty smart cat. Yeah, 11. I noticed the hell out of that Yeah, you're listening in and you're catching most of what's going on. And Jamal, you want to try to notice? Jamal's too? not uh, yeah. within eyesight, actually. Yeah. Jamal, I don't. Yeah, to... I don't think I would be because I was looking yeah. for books. That's right. You want a wandering in the stacks. I, I don't notice that. Okay. No, Desoto's paying attention, so like, yeah. I'm not gonna. Uh, get, like I'm just gonna continue. Yeah. I say. Um, I, I just look at her and I said, "Timmy trusted me." Um. Okay. She kind of looks around, and um. She, uh, she goes, okay, um, I'm going to need you, uh, to borrow this, uh, Edgar Allan Poe book for me and, uh, put it back if you would. Okay. Uh, I grab the book. Mm. I browse, like, I, I take the long way. I go, like, cause like, I, I figure like they're not like. Again, like the shelves aren't against walls. There's like mm-hmm. kind of like a back row and stuff like that. Yeah. So I grab the book and I'm not like I'm not like trying to do the obvious. Oh, look! I'm I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go put a book back. Things. So I just grab the book. I start walking. Um, when I know that I'm out of eyesight of everybody, mm-hmm. uh, including DeSoto and like everybody, I don't want anybody to see what I'm doing. Uh, I open up the book. Um, in the book, the book, it's, uh, the Raven, like the poem, the Raven, Mm -hmm. but, um, there's a bit of, uh, letters that are cut out. Ooh. Uh, what letters are cut out? Um, it's looking like, um, well, uh, if you can roll me a brains of 12. I rolled a 12. Okay. Dope. Um, it, you kind of, uh, realize that, um, you see the raven and like, it's, it's, uh, feathers are kind of pointed up, but they're pointed in a weird direction that the tips of them are pointed at each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and you notice that there's a crease in the, in the center of the page. Okay. 
So I fold the page. Yeah. Um, it lines up, uh, and it gives you, oh, that's so fucking uh, it gives you a section and, um, the, it's the Dewey decimal, but it's like the three towards like D E F or something like that. Um, right. And it's, um, it's, uh, in the history section. Okay. As well so, as, um, uh, the number four and 12. Okay. Hmm. So I mosey on down to the history section. Um, as you're at the history section, uh, Jamal, I'm going to need you to roll me a brains of three uh, to see if Sontag isn't distracting you enough by just being creepy and staring at you, and if you actually see KR. What is that? That is a six. Okay. Yeah, so um, you catch on that KR, like, is seemingly casual, but, like, you know that you could see in his feet that he's moving faster than a casual stroll. And you know, that's one of his tells that like, he's excited about something. Yeah. Aww. Um, and Santos is just staring at me. Yeah. He's just kind of following you closely. Um, I, Hey buddy, how's it going? Uh, he j- he doesn't say anything, but he kind of nods and he go and he mouths "o," oh, and then he says "fuck you." Uh, I I want to roll a charm. Okay. I want to diffuse whatever tension was caused on the bus. Uh, the tension being that uh, you talk shit to his sister, so you're going to have to roll <laughs> a 12. Fair enough. Forgive me, I, th- I I don't know if I missed that or what. What what shit did he talk to? He Susan? just kept telling her to shut up when she was talking. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is just general. Yeah, okay. Just that, general okay. hostility. Sweet. 15. Cool. Um, so, uh, you... you you kind of stop with your macho act and your um, puffing of your chest and you, you kind of like, you relate to him to where you're like, you're just as scared and confused and he realizes like, oh, we're both in the same situation. So. Yeah. I say, look, man, shit got real, really fast. Mm. Tensions are high. Let's just let bygones be bygones. Yeah. Um, he looks down and then he looks up. He shrugs his shoulders and then he spits in his hand and then he extends it out. And he's just staring you in the I eyes. Just... You've got hand sanitizer in that fanny pack. Come on. Ferret, that's a good point. Social distancing. 1980X, guys. 1980X. Simpler, grosser time. <laughs> I spit in my hand and I and I shake his hand back. Um it's it's met with an equal grip, and he just kinda like leaves you alone. Um, DeSoto, as you're like uh, Wait, I had more questions for him. <laughs> 
was an emotional moment. I gotta end on that with you. Uh, DeSoto, uh, as you're going over your thoughts. No, no, Steve, Steve has questions. I don't, no, I don't, I don't want to be a, a spotlight hog. <laughs> I'm just going around the circle. That's all that's happening. <laughs> Steve, go on. You're uh, good. No. Does, the, okay. Sontag left. I tried. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. He, he shook your hand, nodded, and yeah, left, you just left you alone. Yeah, left you alone. So, uh, like, okay. if you got a uh, question. Can I start? As it, uh, that's fine. If he walks away, that's fine. Mm-hmm. As he's walking away, I start walking towards KR. As you start walking to KR. And while DeSoto's doing his thing. Uh, DeSoto, you notice that uh, Sontag is walking back alone. Yeah. Um, and, like, Susan's kind of like... Where's Santiago going? Like, he's coming back to the desk, uh, and it looks like he's going to sit next to his sister. Who, at the, t- at the moment, is kind of staring over at you. And me? Yeah, I need you to roll me a grit. All right. Uh, That's th- my worst roll. Yes, it is. I need you to roll me a grit of a th- three. I'm gonna. Uh, amazingly enough, I did. I hit three. Okay, cool. So um, you are cool as a cucumber, my guy. Like, you just kind of, yeah. like, you don't flinch, but it's straight eye contact that she's giving you. I I hold up uh, my finger for just one, one second. Um, mm. Does she acknowledge it all? She just kind of like nods slowly at you. Very good. So I'm just I'm just a doodling, and I imagine Ken is doing like jock shit, like pretending he's playing electric football or whatever. Um, I say, you can go over and find out, or you can look over. Oh, is Ken is he's still at the table with me, right? Hmm. Is Ken Ken still at the table with me? Yes, he is. Oh, okay. So Ken did the. Uh, did you happen to talk to Pirate Timmy at all today? Uh, gosh. I bumped into that loser earlier today. Like, well, like before kind. school. Like, like right before Jamal got there. Like, yeah. he came over, right? And was all, like, scratching himself. And, like, mm-hmm. like he ran into me. And I was like, hey, I'm standing here. And he's all, like, he's told me to fuck myself or something like that. And then, like... Wow. It made me think of this funny joke about, like, you know how, like, apes will, like, eat, like, little bugs off of other apes? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I started doing that, and then, like, I showed everybody at the... I showed all the guys, and they were laughing. Mm. It was pretty cool. Good talk. I'm surprised Ken knows the difference between a monkey and an ape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he does. Um, I doubt I doubt it. Um... <laughs> No. Anyway, all right. Then I, I stand up and I, I pat him on the shoulder jovially and I go over and uh, and sit beside Susan and like I assume it's a library table. I assume there are books on the table, so I like I make some pretense of being interested in one of them. Okay. Um yeah, the there's a, a deal. There's a yeah, there's an algebra two, there's death of a salesman, um and then there's uh another history book. All right, I sit down and I start leafing, leafing through one of them, and I uh, I'm just just facing forward, just being cool, and I just say, "You rang." Um, she looks up a bit bewildered, and was just like, "Uh, I, yeah." Um, look, I don't really know your deal. Like, mm. you're not so my really... deals are excellent, but I can go on. Yeah, that thing, that thing you do a lot. Like you're 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 a salesman, so like, yeah. like I don't know you as a person. Like, 
That's you fair. haven't been in this town long enough, so... Nobody does. I don't know I exactly. may have been born and raised here, depending on what we decided in the character building <laughs> episode. I don't remember. Um, You just don't seem like uh, one of the children of Spencer's Folly, so... No, it's fair. I'm, I'm an outsider for mm. a lot of reasons, mainly to do with my family. Yeah, we've dealt with a lot of outsiders in this town, and like... Yeah. That's the peculiar phrasing. It's what this town does. That did that uh, did that sound as ominous in your head? But before before it came out of your before it came out of your mouth, um, she kind of just stares at you. Hmm. Did you happen to talk at all to Pirate Timmy today before things got rowdy? Um, you need to roll a charm, my dude. Oh uh, yes, please. Uh, so I need you to roll me a 15. Alright. Alright, that's a 7. 8, 12, 13, 14, 15. I could spend all of my crunchy points and win. I could cash out these Bitcoin while I'm still on top. <laughs> what do you think, gentlemen? I don't... I th- chances are giving her giving you any... Ugh, chances of her giving you any new knowledge... Probably I mean, yeah, she already so, talked so, to KR. So if you cash, if you give in all of your crunchy points, you will have just met the target then, right? Yeah. 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 And remember, a plus one means you kind of do it, but it's right. okay. Yeah, well, she already, I mean, that's an excellent point, um, Steve, that she already did talk to KR, and I'm going to find a way to talk to that dude. Yeah, I just, it only just occurred to me, like, as you guys started to talking to them, that, like, oh, maybe we should be talking to these guys. Like, I was being insular. <laughs> like, we three were the dudes. It didn't occur to me that they could also be involved or whatever. But, okay, so, um, in that case, I will take two crunchy points for my loss. Okay, um, can I ask you, um... Yoshi... <laughs> Uh, do you, do you have, uh, your bag on you or like, it's always on your coat, right? Yeah. Like you always have coats. Got it. Um, okay, cool. So, um, she's going to get up and she's going to like walk over to you. Mm. And before you know it, she's going to tip you over in your chair. I I would like to make, uh, uh, some kind of save to not. Sure. Uh, I guess flight. Would that be appropriate? Probably, because it's about reflexes, I guess. Well, no, because it's not, it's reflexes. It's realizing what's happening before, Mm. before it has reached a point of beyondness. And also, it's not my worst step. Flight? Yeah. Flight is just, it's dexterity. It's fastness. Okay. That's my, that's my six. What do I need to hit? I need you to roll me a five. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry, it fell off the desk. Oh, that's even worse than the one it fell. Okay, well, that's a one. So I'm going to take two more crunch-em-ups and fall flat on my back ass. Okay, yeah. So um, she comes at you at an alarmingly fast rate, um, kicks up the chair, and you go uh, tumbling back. The soda's Um, going down! You're able to kind of catch your balance to where it's not a bad spill, but it's flat on your back. But um, your jacket kind of, like, flickers Fuck. out while you do that. No! And out, and out rolls out the uh, eye socket. Shit! Double goddammit! 
uh, we're okay, take well, it over my, to KR. It's in my Rubik's cube, <laughs> mind you. So all mm-hmm. all anyone sees is that my Rubik's cube, which no one, absolutely no one, but myself mm-hmm. knows, is a safe. So that goes tumbling out there. Okay. And I yeah. sell, I just yell really loudly. What the shit, Susan? Uh, it rolls over. The Rubik's cubes rolls over to Ken, and he picks it up. And just kind of laughs. And she's all like, "You don't listen, and you don't respond well." All you do is sell. And if you want to talk to me like a human being, you can do that. Otherwise, you could drop dead like I just made you do. I was trying to talk to you. Jeez. Is he dead? No. God. She's <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Ken's real... like, <laughs> Ken's like, your square's all fucked up, dude. <laughs> um, actually, um, I need you to uh, roll me a brains there, uh, DeSoto. Uh-oh. For why? For reasons. Oh no, what am I hitting? Uh, you need to roll me a nine. Oh shit. Oh, well that's a one. For Ken. That's a one. <laughs> Buddy, a one? Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Okay. Um, you hear stupid giggling behind you. <laughs> and uh-huh. then, um, you hear a click. And Ken goes, Hey, this wasn't so hard to solve. (laughs) God damn it. This is Fire Marshal Dave's fault somehow.